Adventurers in Audio Land, welcome again to Point Noir. I'm your host, Jerry the Third, aka Kimono Jack, and here keeping the vibe alive. It is session five here at the point. Thanks for joining us. And if you're with us so far, listen to one through five, we appreciate you. You a real one. You a real one. Holler at us at 55. Today we have another awesome traveled brother. I know you guys are going to enjoy it, but I just wanted to get some other house cleaning out the way. Make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast on the Anchor app on the iTunes store, wherever you find this available. Leave us some feedback. I'm available on Instagram at Jerry underscore the third. And would definitely love to hear your opinion of the show, the guest. If you're getting any value, some insight out of it, talk to me, baby. I'm out here. Other than that, I wanted to remind you guys that we are sponsoring passports for men of color who want to travel. So, again, slide in those DMs. Let me know if you got a brother, a bae, a bro, a cousin who's trying to see the world and can use some support. The struggle's real out there, y'all. We're just trying to do something positive for the community. So hit me up. Today's episode is going to be lit, as always. So let's get into introducing our guest. Joining us on today's session, we have another traveled brother, Ty Cunningham. You can follow him on Instagram at BlackPhoenix26. That's B L K Phoenix26. And we just jam and talk about things like pass cards, which I had never heard of before, his experiences traveling domestically, and some of the perspectives he's gained. Uh, his most recent trip to Morocco and his new inspirational, motivational clothing brand, YGTS, aka You Got This Shit. Make sure to follow them on Instagram as well, at OfficialYGTS. And for the rest of it, y'all stay tuned. We're going to jump into the session. Hey, what's going on, Ty? Thanks for joining us today at The Point, bro. How you feeling? Good, man. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. Of course. Um, I was in Paris not too long ago, and I saw you had this super fly shirt from Morocco. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Morocco, man. The outfits were hitting when I was there. <laughs> bro, was was that a custom thing or no? No. I mean, they, I mean they're kind of custom made, but um, there's this Instagram app that I follow. It's called No no tribe clothing i don't know if you heard mm-hmm. of it and i think that's the mm-hmm. name and i'll definitely confirm but you know i always look at their outfits here and there and i just thought like you know there's some morocco inspiration that i saw and just had to get them so bro it was wavy so i i clicked on the pick i was like what's this bro up to because i know about <laughs> some fashion overseas let me see who's getting into so i'm glad we could Tell finally get some time uh some free time together and, and talk on the show so uh why don't you start us off and tell us a little bit about you and, and travel yeah, man. So um, first thing I like to do, this is a good icebreaker, man. I'm, I'm the oldest of 10 children. Um, wow. Single mom. Yeah. So 10 children. What is it like? Um, six girls, four boys. Um, yeah. So single mother, born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. I am a Cavs fan. We will not discuss any sports on this show. Oh, so especially on, on such a timely day. It, it, we, want this, timely we want this to be day. a timeless episode. So <laughs> Y'all do your Googles. Uh, it is the it is the 3rd of June, 2018. Do your Googles, y'all. Here we go. But <laughs> so, yeah, um, Cleveland, Ohio, born and raised, went there, went to school, Kent State University. Um, funny thing is, you know, um, my, my career has been in property management, real estate with a focus in the student housing uh, sector. But I went mm-hmm. to school for uh, theater, arts, and entertainment management. Totally nothing to do with 
management real estate or anything like that. <laughs> right. um, and a lot of my travel, a bulk of my travel has really been domestic travel uh, in, in the United States, of course, uh, most recently, you know, Morocco, a lot of time I was spending in Toronto. I just love that city. You know, it's like a baby New York, except in my opinion, a lot cleaner, people a lot friendlier, <laughs> you know, I still got that up North weather, but and yeah, that's that's kind of where the bulk of my travel has been so far. And okay, that's what's up. So the majority has it been through work, through real estate that you've been able to travel domestically? Yeah. So you know that that was anywhere from um, you know in Denver, Colorado, Portland, Maine, um, you know Texas, um, and just all over. Uh, mainly a lot on the East Coast. Um, you know, started more pushing out more so in the West Coast, and then you know leisure trips a lot of time. You know, spending time in Cali and other places like that a little bit for leisure. DC was home. I used to bounce there a lot back and forth, you know, brunches, day parties and stuff that kind of DC vibes. day party. Come people do DC not know. Day party. They don't know. And when I and tell you, see, when I moved to places, I moved there and I've never been there before, you know, um, right. and I moved to DC, didn't know anything about DC. I was, I still, I'm still wondering to this day, you know, how did I survive working and going to day parties and brunches, you know, and, and, and be able to survive in that DC kind of limelight. But yeah, that people do not know. I say when I go to a brunch, if I go to a brunch and I try to describe it, is it like a DC brunch? And if people say, what's a DC brunch like, then I know there's no vibes for the brunch that I'm going to go to. Right, right, right. That's just, that's just facts. And here in Dallas, I just moved to Dallas about a year and a half ago and people do their day party thing. You know, the margarita was invented out here, but that's not quite the culture. Uh, so when they say day party, I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. That's cute and all, but uh, it's ain't no DC day party. Exactly. Day party, DC, you already know, you know, you wake up, you go, you, you party and you still have a brunch, stuff like that. The day party's over with like at, you know, almost six o'clock, seven. You basically right. went out for the night, you know. So me, you know, being a guy, I'm like, man, I already went out for the for the day. I ain't even got to go out tonight. I had a full blown party, you know, nightclub scene in the daytime. So, yeah, nothing like unlimited mimosas and stuff like that in D.C. Exactly. I order my mimosas. Uh, I ask them to hold the orange juice. Just, just give me the champagne. I'll be good. It's a little bit of orange juice. Or I ask for a mimosa, you know, and have them throw things in there, such as vodka, maybe tequila sometimes. So, you know, and to right. put it in a normal, you know, beer glass instead of a champagne glass, you know, that that's that's when you know it's getting real. Right. Save yourself the trip on the refills because I'm not tipping for every trip. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but uh, back to travel. Uh, what what kind of inspired you to even move domestically? I, I really do appreciate stories of domestic travel because as a traveler, domestic and abroad, you realize a lot of people never leave home and their opportunities uh, in my line of work, specifically around consulting, where people say, no, I want to stay close to home. I'm familiar here. I, so I think it's admirable that you would even want to have a career that involved moving and changing location a lot. What's What's kind of the appeal for you in seeing these new places or or being on the road like that? Yeah, that's true. So, you know, normally on a role, um, you know, in, in a traveling role of portfolio sales and marketing manager, um, you know, overseeing a lot of different assets in uh, different different states is what kind of pushed me to have that domestic travel. So my travel was basically weekly, man, um, Monday through Thursday type of deal every single week uh, in a new place, you know, whether that was, like I said, that was Portland, Maine, Denver, New York you know, Illinois, wherever, wherever it had been, been. Um, and what inspired me to do that is I knew when I was, when I started in property management, I wanted to oversee multiple assets, you know, and, you know, mm -hmm. be a big support for them. And there was, there's a traveling 
role and they there's so many different names for roles and stuff like that but at the end of the day they have the same duties more than likely and whatnot and you know once i was promoted i was like all right bet here here it is you know i'm literally in a in an air every single week in it um hotel every single day basically it was my life sometimes i didn't even know where i was at you know most of the time i would just get on a plane and go um but the biggest thing i wanted to get out of that is on on my travels you know i wanted to actually take time and enjoy the place not just kind of go there for work you know because i feel right. like if you do that you're, you're not taking advantage of you know the opportunity that you're you know you're traveling you're going to some different places um so i would make sure you know kind of leave a little bit early from work if i could depending on the day um, or any projects that i was working on you know go explore the city or you know even small town um wherever i was at and just take some leisure even if that was for a nice lunch or dinner sitting by a lake or a pond and kind of embracing that so you know just going out and being able to take advantage of not just you know the work aspect of it but you know the actual leisure of it um mm -hmm. was big for me yeah i think that's a great philosophy and i think i've always translated that to say to talk to the difference between being a tourist and and a, what i consider a traveler or adventurer uh, just adding those different cultural elements. And I'm curious to know, was there anything that really stood out as you started this process of, hey, I'm going to leave work a little bit earlier or maybe I'll extend my trip by a day? Like, what has that added to you as a person in all your experiences? Let's even just talk domestically. Yeah, I mean, domestically, it, I, I, you know, coming from Cleveland, Ohio, like I said, um, I'm going to say we don't have a lot of opportunities and things like that. But, you know, my background and stuff, it was a little bit more sheltered. Uh, I mean, mm -hmm. I had I, my first time on a plane was traveling for work. You know, I hadn't been on a plane before and really none of my family has been a, been a, been traveling, even domestically. Um, so traveling domestic was a, a, a big thing for me um, and being able to go to different places and stuff. You know, it was it was a different way for me to see not just, you know, when we think about culture, when we travel internationally, that's when we really think about, oh, there's a different culture. You know, people are a little bit different. Here are the ways they're living, but traveling, you know, domestically, you still see a different culture when you go from different city to city, you know, uh, I mean, I'm right. pretty sure the, the culture is different in Texas than it might be in, you know, Portland, Maine, um, you know, with the people from there. So it's, it's kind of like, you know, being able to kind of kick back, relax, see the beauty in different places, embrace the culture of whatever city and town that is, um, and, and to truly, you know, be able to share that experience because uh, a lot of us don't get to travel as much, let alone domestically, you know. Right. Absolutely. And you're right. There's a lot. There's so much variety within the United States that we sometimes fail to realize and appreciate just how much we have between landscapes and environments to exactly. you know, different cultures of cities. You might get locked in. I'm born and raised on the East Coast, so you might get locked in that and say, OK, East Coast, Beast Coast, which I do say, but I've been in the South. I've been you know, to the Midwest. I've been yeah. in Texas, the Southwest. So you do get to uh, pick up on those different vibes. And I'm actually really curious, um, what's, what have you found to be the most effective way to do that? Showing up to a city where you don't know anybody and, and finding a way to truly tap into the culture. I thought I would never be that guy to go to a bar and to sit by <laughs> myself, okay? Like right, I, I right. said, I, I won't, it took me a long time just to get used to sit at you know, even if I go to a restaurant, I sit at the actual bar, I get a whole table, whole booth to myself, say, let me, let me, you know, I'll just, I'll sit there. Um, and right. again, I'm secluding myself, you know, and I had to learn like, okay, I, I can't seclude myself. I got to get out there because, you know, I'm, I might be that person that wants to go ahead and spark up a conversation with someone. If somebody sees me out in the open, they may, they, they, they kind of know, you know, hey, he, he looks like he's by himself. 
I might want to spark up a conversation with him. And that's how you begin to make new friends. You get to, you know, learn about those new, um, have those new conversations with people and, and whatnot. So, you know, I always think when I get ready to travel, when I'm working, I'm just on, I'm in it, I'm in it. I book my plane tickets, I book the hotel. And then I kind of just think about what is my mission, uh, my assignment or my project that I'm going to be working on while I'm in that city or town, um, you know, right. the state. Uh, and I never really plan to say, oh, okay, I'm going to make sure I visit this place. I'm going to visit that. Or uh, I'm going to um, go check out, you know, these museums or whatnot. I kind of wait till I get there and I talk mm-hmm. to the locals, which are, you know, my team members that work in that state. Um, and they kind of know, they, they know, they know about the place. So my first thing is when I get there, I get their restaurant recommendations. What restaurant should I visit? Any landmarks that I should see or places I should go. And, you know, that thrill and excitement from them, you know, they've been there. So they're like, oh yeah, this is new to him. Let me tell him where he should go vibe at, or, you know, go visit and, you know, experience some things, you know, in my city and my state. Okay. A hundred percent. So you kind of had the plug, you had to connect to work with locals who I'm sure were more than eager to share. People love being experts. Um, it. And it's, it's a great way to, to, you know, kind of not gas them up, but tap into that expertise, you know, especially for people who might've, I'm sure people admire your coworkers admire the way that you've moved even with the company, because like I said, most people stay in one place. Mm-hmm. So when you come in and ask for their expertise, I'm sure they're thrilled to be like, Oh, wait a second. That's right. I am an expert, you know, in this little two square mile area. But you know what? That's the most important person that you're trying to connect with. At the time. most important person. Yeah. And then you, it's, it's great to see them, you know, spark up and get excited. Like, oh, he wants to explore here. He wants to check out some things. A hundred percent. And they're ready for you to report back and say, yeah, I, I enjoyed my time doing, you know, X, Y and Z. And hopefully I did enjoy my time doing X, Y and Z. So I don't have to say that was boring or that was crap. <laughs> Right, right. And I think if more people embrace that, which is why I love that we can start speaking to your domestic experience, is that more people should own their city, uh, own their town, own that little three square mile area where your grandmother, you know, went to church. And that's the house that, you know, you were raised in because those unique aspects, everyone's got them. And those are the qualities that you own and, and make you you. Exactly, man. Exactly. Yeah, that's great. So, um, on a, on a cultural tip, I want to know if, because Cleveland, uh, I'm not going to say is, I don't know much about Cleveland. I haven't been there, so I won't say much. Uh, <laughs> but in terms of reputation of cities, it, it definitely doesn't have the kind of stature that, you know, Los Angeles or New York or right. Boston has. So just as a black man traveling, did you find that some of your identity or values were evolved or challenged as you moved uh, across the country through work? A lot more evolved. Um, you know, I, I kind of say this, if I didn't, if I didn't get out of my shelter or the same day routines, you know, in Cleveland, didn't start gaining those experiences very early um, in a specific high school that I chose to go to in a specific college that I went to in a, in a career field that I just kind of landed into and just have been stuck in, I think my experience would have been a lot different and stepping outside of Cleveland and going to different places, especially traveling, you know, there's there's so much more um, that's out there. And, you know, just seeing the differences between my hometown, my home city um, and going somewhere else was a big deal. Even, you know, Cleveland, D.C., those are two different pe- two different places, Cleveland and Texas, two different cultures. Um, right. And it's, it's a big thing because I get to kind of go ahead and share my experience and my travels through Instagram. You know, I always used to post where I'm going, you know, people from my hometown will see that I'm going elsewhere. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's such a big deal to them. Like, man, he's out here, he's traveling. And I kind of get to experience this with him, you know, through his Instagram or 
um, or or whatever it may be. But yeah, it's you know it's it's two different experiences that I get, and uh, I think the experience that I've been gaining outside of Cleveland has been such a big deal um, that it's been pushing others from my hometown to get out and travel more domestically. And I've been seeing that spark, you know, as soon as I started advertising and showcasing you know, my travel adventures, even in the United, just in the United States alone. Yeah, dude, that's a, that's a huge opportunity. And really like humbling that people are inspired by what you think is just normal. You know, that, that's got to feel great that you can just share and someone has a, you know, potentially new perspective or a new curiosity to um, explore something else. That's really dope. It's crazy. And you think, you know, you're just kind of doing your own thing. You're being yourself and you're sharing your excitement. But, you know, that moment when I started to find out that, you know, I was inspiring others and stuff. It, it was just such a big deal. And just feeling that, you know, that pat on the back for something I thought was just kind of normal and just doing my job, but taking advantage of those opportunities that I got um, within my travels. Right. And that's 100 percent. And one of the one of the cool things I, I love about your Instagram is that it's authentic. It's just you doing you. You're not flexing mad hard. There's not 30 girls in a pick on a boat with champagne. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, right. You know, some people you know, in, in, I'm not going to say they're trying to overcompensate for that, but some stuff isn't realistic. And the thing I love it's, about domestic travel is it's practical and it's achievable. And it's more relatable, you know, and you, you, yeah. the big thing you just said is achievable, you know, it, you, you can, you can do it. And I tell people who say, you know, I'm, I'm trying to save up all my funds. I'm trying to go to, you know, Africa. I'm trying to go to, um, you know, Europe, you, all that money that you're saving up to Just understand that you know when when you're traveling domestically, you know you can mm-hmm. be funds, um, and you can you can spend less, you know, just travel domestically and still kind of get some of that international experience here, you know, in the United States. Right, and I just want to have you back up just a couple seconds because you cut out for a second. We love you, Anchor app. I know you guys are going to get better, but you were saying I think something to the effect of all that money that people are trying to save out of the country would actually sometimes be better spent within the country because you your money kind of stretches further and it's more accessible is that about it that's that, that's exactly that's it okay cool uh, we, we linked up that's what it is y'all it's telekinesis <laughs> we bros out here traveling and we we locked in um so actually one thing you mentioned before that i think would be really interesting for all the listeners to know is when how old were you when you got on your first plane Oh, that's such a good question. Let me think about that because um, it it wasn't super young either. Let's see. I gotta. It's. I was flying out somewhere. Oh, and I'm like, man, okay. that's a big deal. I'm flying somewhere for an interview. Uh, that was San right? Antonio, Texas. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think I was. I think I was. Um, shit. I, I think I was 19. Yeah, I think 19. Okay. That would be 19. Yeah. Yeah, when you mm-hmm. mentioned it was for work, I figured it was uh probably a little bit older. You know, and that definitely in that young adult stage and yep. i i think that's going to be inspirational for someone to say hey I, you know i might be 22 haven't been on a plane yet whatever maybe we always took road trips as a family but it's Man, never too late like to start 30 and he's just about to get on a plane and i always sit in his chair he's always asking me like yo ty you know where, where are you going i know you're going somewhere this week and i'm like yeah you already know i'm about to get on a plane i'm about to go somewhere and he's just like i just cannot get on a plane so you know i've been pumping him up encouraging him and everything like that and i you know i think and hopefully i've been some inspiration for him but He's finally about to get on the plane in October. He's going to be ha- heading to, you know, Cali. And I'm like, man, you, you're already taking like a four-hour flight. You know, that's a big deal compared to somebody just getting on a flight for an hour and 
you know, going to a city, you know, that's not too far from where you're at. Right. Um, and, and he's, you know, 30 something. So that, that's a, that's a big deal right there. And I, I think that source of inspiration came from, you know, our conversations as he's cutting my hair and I'm talking about my travels. Absolutely. And everybody has their own path with their own timeline, but the positivity to encourage and to motivate and just be a resource. You know what I mean? Hey, I don't know what you're planning to do, but if you, if there's any way I can help, let me know. That's dope. I haven't been to Cali yet. And <laughs> I've been way further than Cali on the side of the world. So I mean, he's doing it and that should be celebrated. Yeah. Like that's, that's a really positive story, bro. I love it. Uh, so let's see. So we've been talking domestic about some experiences there. I want to know about your first trip internationally, kind of what inspired you and what you got out of it. Can you speak to that? Yeah. So, you know, um, Canada, it, that's, I don't know if everyone, if people do consider it international, it's, it's international. I mean, but I, I, no, 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 let's, let's keep America, it clear. So. Let's keep it that, super clear because th- listen, that's, Canada that's, is international <laughs> y'all. So, so are the islands, so are the West Indies, so is, you know, uh-huh. so is Cuba. Sometimes we get to a level of traveling experience, quote unquote, and people are like, ah, it's just Canada, it's just Mexico. It's like, no, my guy, you need a passport, it's, it's international for this show. Point Noir, it's official. So thank you there for helping go. us make that claro. International. <laughs> That's what I feel because, you know, people, they, they go back and they're like, yeah, it's not international, blah, blah, blah. But to me, it's international. And then when I went to Canada the first time, it's an international trip, you know, I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm out of the United States, but that that's um, kind of where I first started going. I, I mean, I was right in, um, I lived in Cleveland. So mm-hmm. I started, when did I start shooting out there? Like probably 17 and okay. it was almost there. Like, I feel like I was there almost every year, you know, uh, going to Canada. Um, Were you Canada, driving up there? Driving there. Exactly. Yeah. So um, from, from Cleveland, Niagara is only like three hours away. And then Toronto was only um, two more from there. So what, five hours? Oh, and I would okay. just go up there and that's where I started kind of a, a lot of my birthday celebrations and would just hang out um, in Toronto a whole lot, you know, hanging out with the locals. For some reason, they you know, when they found out we were from Cleveland, you know, well, Ohio, that's, they, they really didn't target the city. They were like, you, you know, you're from you're from Ohio. You don't dress like you're from Ohio. And I, and I didn't get it. I'm like, you know, <laughs> well, what do you mean by that? It's like, you know, well, isn't Ohio full of farms and cows and stuff like that so I'm, I'm like man they think i'm from farm i'm like no i'm from i'm from cleveland I'm from a city at that right. point you know i had no idea we had all these farms and stuff in ohio that's how uncultured i was about my own damn state right i've never <laughs> seen a farm what that's do you mean what I'm a farm? Like, right. let like, me find a farm you know I, I didn't know that but yeah uh, i spent a lot of time in and uh canada and, and like i said especially toronto and I will always grab some friends and say, hey, I want to go to you know, Toronto and encourage them. Hey, get your passport. If you can't afford a passport right now, go ahead and get a pass card a lot cheaper. You just can't, you know, you can't go um, on a plane with a pass card. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Can, can, you, can you back up on that? Because this is the first I've heard of a pass card. What's a pass card? Yeah, a pass card. Um, so you can travel by land and sea with a pass okay. card. Passport, okay. you know, that's when you can travel by air. But internationally, land and sea, you can use a pass card and you can travel. And a lot of uh, my friends, you know, that either they didn't have the funds at the time um, or, you know, they just yeah, basically it was about the funds. You know, they couldn't afford the passport. And I'm like, you know, get wow. the pass card. And they come a lot quicker than passports. They're half the price, basically. Um, and uh, they last just as long, you know, um, as, as 10 years on a pass card. Yeah. yeah, 10 years, 10 years. Yep. 
So Bro, it, I've it, never heard of this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let me tell you, I'm a research head. So I was going to find out a way for, you know, people to go travel with me. And, yeah. you know, all my friends, they just basically got those. And I was kind of like the only one with a passport at that time. And traveling by, you know, land and sea was just super easy. And then, you know, they started going different places and, you know, different islands and stuff like that with their past cars. But, yeah, man, if, if like, if that's a new discovery for you, anybody that's, you know, listening to your show, if you're, it's definitely the way to go if you're trying to travel somewhere quickly, you know, by land or sea. Dude, that's huge. And I'm a research head as well. However, it, it's so valuable that you shared that because I don't know if you knew this or not. We might not have talked about it. Y'all, I've been putting the show together just every day, so I'll be missing details. But every month, we're going to sponsor a, a young man to get his passport. And oh, I, I didn't even know pass cards were a thing, so that might open some different opportunities for us. And I've had my passport for years, so I've never even thought to do more research there. Bro, that is... That's dope. Thank you. Thank hey, you. Yeah, no problem, man. That's what the conversation's about. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm just not discovering that's something that you're going to do. That's what's up, though. I like that. Yeah, man. So if there's anybody else and all y'all listening, anybody that you guys know, a young brother who has a desire to travel, we haven't quite worked out the details, but we need your submissions, your ideas. If you got some homies, a brother, a bae, whatever, like <laughs> seriously, we're here for the culture and, and no agenda. Like just do good shit and that's it. I'm here for it. If you have a GoFundMe or something like that, you know, expect my donation. I'll be donating for that. I think that's dope. We'll talk about it, bro. But passport, wow, that's yo, that's a major key alert right there, y'all. It's just gonna just no, that's that's a gem. <laughs> um, so so you kicked it to Tio, which is a what's the best way to phrase it? Toronto is uh, an intensely diverse city. I don't want to say aggressively diverse, but mm-hmm. everybody's in Toronto. You could find people from every part of the planet in Toronto, right? That's where I got the culture experience. That's where it first hit me. I was like, man, there's a lot of different you know nationalities here. Um, you know, and I'm like, okay, I see black people, which is cool, but you know, I'm seeing, um, <laughs> you know, I'm seeing, you know, Asians. I'm seeing, you know, of course, people from the from the motherland there. Uh, I'm seeing people from, you know, big Muslim countries and, and stuff. And I'm like, man, what's 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 going on? And you know, I right. met somebody from Brazil there, um, and everybody was just cool, and it was just like one big old, you know, cultural melting pot, uh, in yeah. in Toronto. And I've never been exposed to that many different nationalities in one place. And that's when that's where I kind of was like, whoa, I like this. You know, I like meeting different people. I love meeting um, different people, especially from different backgrounds and stuff, not the same background. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, uh, that, again, that kind of sheltered um, personality just kept opening up and opening up and opening up every time I met new people, uh, which, which was great. So you're, you're so right about that. That's how Toronto is. Yeah, Toronto is is really that it's it's a hub. It attracts people. It's been doing that for for a long time. Uh, so that's great that you got to experience that and didn't shy away from it. Was there anything that you saw or experienced either uh, in Toronto or Morocco where you kind of had to have a gut check where you're like, hey, I see that dish over there. or I see this drink or I see this person. I'm a little intimidated to, mm-hmm. to engage with it. Was there any moment where you like, hey, we got to got to put on the big boy pants and just conquer this. Um, you know, not really in Toronto. You know, I can say, um, you know, that's a little bit more Americanized. But when I was in, let's see, um, Morocco, especially America um, there, um, mm-hmm. you know, it was a little bit different when we're, we're outside and where um, there are cats walking all around in the kitchen and stuff, basically with the people and not going to say there are flies everywhere and things like that. But, you know, there are a little bit more animals around. 
um, our food places, you know, in America, there we, we, we don't have a, a cat in the kitchen with us. We don't have, you know, animals. We're trying to get rid of all the bugs and stuff, but they were just, it was just kind of a normal thing. And I was like, Ooh, man, I hope that cat hair is not in my food or, you know, that dish is actually <laughs> clean and make sure there ain't no flies in my food. And I kind of had that, you know, step back, but say, all right, whatever. I'm embracing the culture. If this is how they're, they are. I want to be cool. And they'll say, Hey, what's up cat. Even though I'm alert to them, but uh, you know, I want to, oh, <laughs> right. I want to embrace <laughs> this cat that keeps rubbing up against my legs as I'm eating my food that just came out. I want to embrace that cat. Just walked out the kit that just walked out the kitchen. Um, But, but yeah, that, that, that's kind of, that's kind of an experience that I had when I was in uh, Morocco. Specifically. That's funny, man. <laughs> hey, hey, my brother, cat. Hey, my feline brother. Exactly. Uh, I embrace you. Now, I'm curious, just because I'm a nerd. Did you have the same sort of allergic reaction that you did in the states to the cats in Morocco? Crazy, not at all. You know, my allergies. I have allergies, and they they were yeah. just not acting up in Morocco, especially America. It was like it was um it was it was dusty over there, you know, and yeah. a lot more dirt you know, free flying air. And I didn't have that allergic reaction or anything like that. So I was, I was very confused. Um, I didn't know if it was a place <laughs> I should have been living all my life. So I wouldn't have these allergic reactions to pollen and dirt and stuff like that. But yeah. um, <laughs> no, I didn't have that. That was a good question. That's deep and subtle, bro. It's, it's really interesting. I, I'm not surprised to say you didn't have a, a reaction. Uh, sometimes outside of the cultural environment, you don't realize other elements that might be present in your city where you're from in the U.S. and and have these kind of curious questions like, hey, why am I not allergic to this cat? But the ones at home, why does this food break me out? What You know, what's going on here? It kind of it opens up that uh, those possibilities where you're just like, oh, OK, uh, so maybe when it's allergy season, I just hang out in Marrakesh for a month. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, not to speak to the the differences in food quality you'll see internationally. Uh, they might have a cat in the kitchen, but you know that that uh, that beef got to eat grass instead of corn. You it know, did. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it did, it did. <laughs> you can taste the clover, right? You can you can taste it. It's 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 a different quality of meat. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, so, if you had kind of one takeaway for how traveling so far uh, has has changed or evolved your your perspective of yourself what would it be um morocco was a big thing you know shopping in the markets and stuff like that you know i, I brought back uh, a lot of stuff you know they're nego you're negotiating like crazy over there you know this leather bag right probably costs you know so much more um if we sold in the united states than what it is in morocco but we're still kind of kind of um you know negotiate those prices we want and just to see that hustle um you know from you know, those shop owners that were trying to sell you something, negotiate deals, you know, f- find out what's best for you, kind of not give up on that sales um, for, for, their, for their bag or whatever it is they were shopping. I mean, that hustle in them, it brought back so much. I, I brought back so much of their hustle um, back to the United States. And when I got back, I was like, man, I can't wait to hustle with my own business. I can't wait to hustle um, with getting, you know, things, things done. Um, and I'm just ready to get back out there and just travel so much more. That hunger was there because I, I felt like I picked up something um, you know, during my travels to Morocco, um, and especially, you know, the different ways, you know, people are living, embracing that beautiful culture, seeing the beauty in, in just the little things and details. Uh, right. And it's, and especially just the, the, the culture environment when people's interactions with each other. I mean, I still thought everybody in Morocco knew each other and there, there were just no conflicts or anything like that between each other because they were just so, 
I mean, they 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 just knew each other. It felt like they were just family. Um, and I, I brought that back and wanted to make sure I, I could bring that culture back to you know my my place at work, my family, my friends, and and um and bring that experience back here. So yeah, um, the biggest one is you know that hustle they had over there. They were just they were hustlers uh, and so good at it. And I loved it. A hundred percent, man. And what better quality to bring back out of all the ones you could choose? Because I think hustle is the only way we really get what we're looking for in life. It's taking that extra step. It's it's having that little bit of fire underneath you to uh, to apply that grit, man. We all got it. Yeah. Um, we, we but do, sometimes man. it takes watching an example um, to to be like, oh, yeah, psh, I got this. Exactly, man. Exactly. hundred percent. So as we kind of close out, I wanted to know if you had any advice to uh, someone who hasn't yet traveled or hasn't yet gotten their passport card. Shout out to passport cards, like man, shout out pass to cards, pass, pass cards, man. Shout out to those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have any advice for, for someone who might be kind of like your barber, who's been watching others on Instagram or has someone close in their network like you, who's been traveling to, you know, kind of get started. What, what would you suggest them to consider or a step they could take? I'm going to say, just do it. I, you know, mm. you if once you push yourself out there, you, you're you're kind of out there. You know, you can't control it. You you already booked a plane ticket. You're you're, you're nervous about getting on the plane. You're going to get on it because you just spent you know two hundred something dollars or whatever it cost was going to be on there. You're nervous about right. being in a new city because you know you, you've never been there at all. But the best part is getting lost in a place and not having a strategic plan to execute on your travels. Just have a, having a a very when I say light outline, knowing that you're probably going to visit this one restaurant because everyone talks about it or it may be famous, but you're going to visit this city in specific and you shouldn't be planning your day to day, you know, at one o'clock, I'm going to do this. Then I'm going to do this at two o'clock, four o'clock. This is going to happen, et cetera. If you're not flowing with it and just kind right. of letting it just, just let it go. And you're not going to, in my opinion, truly experience the place that you're at. So, you know, those mistakes should be there and everything, but just, just take the leap and jump and do it. And, don't plan too much when you're when you're you know when you're traveling just kind of let it free fall and 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 go with the flow of it that's just the best way to explore it. i don't care if i was just in one town or one city and you know i and stay there and, and just experience that kind of little area you know you're going to get so many experience out of that and and be able to take it back so yeah just just go for it and don't think too much when traveling a hundred percent i think that's a, a great perspective and it definitely aligns with my view is just really being an adventurer and just kind of doing things. I do drive some people crazy with my lack of preparation uh, <laughs> sometimes, but that works for me. And I think for anyone who's listening that might not be as uh, uh, open <laughs> to random adventures and the randomness of life, you know, nowadays we have technology that's a huge advantage. So get your data plan hooked up, map out your day as much as you can. You know, imagine 50 years ago, uh, 60 years ago traveling it was a multiple week journey on boat to get overseas. Mm -hmm. You'd show up, you didn't have no cell phone, you didn't have a data plan, no Google. So there are a lot of resources to fall back on. So while you're kind of in this free flowing thing, don't forget that you have a cell phone and it's 2018, y'all. Exactly, like, exactly. It's very possible. And there's this, um, and, and you know, last thing, you know, there's this, um, I, I don't know if you had a, heard of it. I can't even, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. You know, I just used it, but it's Viator, V-I-A-T-O-R. Have you heard of that? I haven't yet. What oh, is that? Oh man, check it out. And if you know, if any whoever's listening, check this out as well too. If you're traveling internationally, especially internationally, 
it kind of will, and you want to kind of map out, you know, places you want to visit, things like that. It will kind of just do, it'll do everything for you. It's kind of like a travel um, consultant on its own. You put in the, the place you're going, you kind of give it a, a, like a personality profile. You know, I like outdoor things. I like restaurants. I like doing this. You put in a day that you're going to um, go the, and then boom, it'll start making recommendations on how you should travel there. You know, what cities you should visit. It'll actually give you, um, websites and links and stuff like that to go ahead and book excursions and whatnot uh it's pretty dope and i actually did use that when i was going to morocco okay that's dope does it tell you where to buy nice threads though oh man i don't think so (laughs) okay well y'all check out this viator app and keep your eyes open for fresh threads because i think we have something in alignment when it comes to uh Getting some dope stuff when we go abroad. Um, yeah, I'm still trying to get that shirt you have from uh, Morocco. So we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll uh, we'll do some negotiation, hey? You know, I hear you're All good right. at that now. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, so before we absolutely jump out of here, I want to make sure, sure that people know how to find you on Instagram. Your, your handle is at BlackPhoenix26. That's at B-L-K Phoenix, P-H-O-E-N-I-X, the number two six. Um, and so... Let's close with this. What are your next places you're trying to hit on your travel list? And what are some other projects or businesses you might have going on? Yeah, next places on the travel list. Um, my, my very close friend, um, she's going to be moving to London for about six months. So she's going to be doing um, a, a, a master's program over there. So I'm going to go okay. over there, visit. Never been to London at all. Uh, she's planning out a, a kind of a birthday, you know, trip and excursion, which is going to be pretty dope. So that's going to be sometime. Word. Does October. she need new friends or like uh, she what? She needs like, new friends. Listen. You know, let me know if you want to come. She's down. But, you know, we're all about meeting new people. That's that's what it's about. But, you know, plan on trying to figure out if we're going to be traveling from there to, you know, Amsterdam, Paris or Brussels and stuff like that. Um, okay. But, you know, that's, that's, my, that's my next one. I know you're a Paris guy, so... You might be able to, you know, give us some advice. I might have to hit you up for that. <laughs> Absolutely. hundred percent, man. I made it yeah. And then, um, you know, I, I did start something. I, I love, you know, entrepreneurs. I love that we're out here trying to do our things and stuff like, and, and stuff like that. And, and I'm just all about motivating and encouraging people, you know, just to do their best. And at the end of the day, I always have to look at myself and say, you know, you got this shit. So I, mm-hmm. I've taken that, you know, and I'm always that person that gives great advice to friends um, and family. And I I just love it. I love people. and I love giving advice. I love giving advice um, more so to other people than I like to give myself advice. Here, <laughs> yeah, here. Um, dilly, dilly. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, I, I went ahead and kind of started this new brand. It's called YGTS. You know, it stands for You Got This Shit. Um, I do mm-hmm. encourage people to check it out. It is a motivational brand. Uh, it, it's encouraging. And I think, you know, you should definitely check out the apparel. But uh, if you want to check it out on Instagram, it's official, you know, YGTS, so official, O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L, YGTS. Okay. And that's on Instagram. Okay. But check it out. Get some motivation in your life. And, you know, you got this shit. <laughs> Dude, that's 100%. Uh, and when you, uh, <laughs> when let's say the adventure gets a little bit too adventuresome, and, uh, you know, you might have had your passport swiped or you had a money or you missed your flight. That's that's the thing right there. You got this shit. You made it this far. You can make it out of it. I think that's 100 exactly. percent right. So what, what kind of apparel are you guys uh, launching right now? Um, what, what kind of stuff you guys got going on? You guys got bumper stickers, T-shirts, fanny packs. What's up? Yeah, we got T-shirts. No, T-shirts are the way to start, you know, and a variety okay. of different colors, you know, um, especially those Heather, Heather colors, which is great. But T-shirts right, right now, uh, especially for our queens and our women out there, 
We got some um, some Razorback tank tops, um, some tank tops for guys as well. Depending on where you're at, you know, in the states and the climate, we got hoodies too. And my favorite, and I think you know, people should get and have them at work for sure. Um, is that you got this shit statement mugs? So it's right mm-hmm. there, remind you every time, especially for you coffee drinkers, um, or you just want that piece of decor piece on your desk. Um, that's what we sell right now. So that's what we're kicking out. A hundred percent, man. And y'all don't know. When I do these interviews right now, we have a very, very light talk <laughs> beforehand. So I just found out he had this brand, had saw it on his uh, Instagram stories this morning. But I need to get laced up, my guys. So I like to wear a hoodie on top of my tank top just so I don't <laughs> hurt anybody's feelings when I'm going to the grocery store. Oh. So definitely going to need a tank. And I think it'll be real inspirational that when I pour my Henny, the mug says, you got this Come shit, on. just so I'm motivated. Now you know, I got to do that. Now I got to do that. You know, I'm, I'm, the, I'm not the Henny guy. I'll go ahead and be throwing some patrol in there. But, you know, I got to do that now. <laughs> hey, listen, it's all about it, man. I can't wait to support. We'll talk definitely after this. Um, I feel like I had one more thing I really wanted to ask you about. So in the whole, oh, yeah. Have you considered uh, checking out Asia or Africa? You know, some people have interest of the world that they love. Some people don't. Um, outside of London, do you have any other continents you want to hit off? Oh, yeah, I definitely want to visit um, Asia for sure. But my biggest dream, um, Mm -hmm. I want to visit Sydney, Australia. I really, really do. I've just, I mean, the opera house is all I want to see. You know, I told you I come from that arts background. um, And I just, it's it's just, it's such a beauty. Um, And, you know, that's my, that's my, once I know I go to Sydney, I, that's where I wanted to be. I did it. I got my craving for international travel, traveling, you know, not going to say out the way, but that, that was my goal. And that's my goal travel destination. Um, so I'm not sure when I'm going to go there yet. It's going to happen mm-hmm. soon. I'm going to make it happen. But Sydney, Australia, I, I definitely, I definitely want to visit that, man. That that's Speak that's on it, brother. Speak it into existence, man. Yo, thank you so much for chilling with us. And y'all, I hope you follow Ty as he eventually journeys to Sydney uh watch the journey and definitely support you got this shit because you do dude i think that's that's 100 percent. that's real bro dude thank you so much for spending some time with us here at the point i hope you enjoyed it um definitely and dude we'll be in touch all your info be on the show notes for y'all that want to get hold of him and uh yeah this has been another great session at the point appreciate it bro all right no problem man thank you for having me always man talk to you soon all right peace See, that's what I'm talking about. Dropping gems and major keys for the culture. Thank you, Ty, for coming out. Talking to us about pass cards, man. That's a game changer, for real, for real. Y'all, a pass card today costs $65 if you're over the age of 16. A passport costs you $145. Definitely going to take that information and put that into action. So I hope you guys listening will do the same, too. Remember to check out Ty on Instagram at blackphoenix26 and his brand, You Got This Shit, YGTS, at official ygts on instagram hope you guys got a lot of value out of that episode i really love talking domestic travel because it's practical even if you love traveling overseas again you can't be across the ocean all the time so check out your nearest hostel just go to a bed and breakfast maybe find the craziest airbnb you can and chill for a weekend throw a little kickback invite me but throw a little kickback you know let's keep it fun let's keep these experiences new and fresh and let's all enjoy different experiences together you know So, as always, I hope you guys got a lot of value out of this Session 5 here at The Point. Until next time, I'm Jerry the Third, 
signing off.